God, dig that. Now, ladies and gentlemen, repeat after me. Sabrina's Dirty Deeds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hello, stranger. Oh, Jamie. I've almost forgotten what you look like. Yes, that's a shame for you, isn't it? I oh, know. You're a damn handsome man, though. Mm-mm-mm. I don't get a lot of damn handsome men in my house. Please. I reckon if you put the invitation out, you <laughs> A line halfway down the street here in Willoughby. Well, they'd be given a shovel for a start. Put them to work. Yeah, in the garden, I'd say. Yeah, none of none of that other romantic shit. Just to, get out in the garden. You gotta you gotta do the work before yep. you get dessert. That, that's exactly right. Metaphor for life. Mm, that's yeah. a good metaphor to have, Jamie. Isn't it? I quite like it. We're always tempted to get into dessert. So mm, I know, I know. Do the work first, you know yeah, you're going to do that's it. that's right. I'm more of a main course person myself. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I don't mind a bit of dessert now and again. Yeah. Whip up a little bit of something. I'm not even sure if we're talking about the same <laughs> thing. But it's good to see you. It's been a while. We, uh, I know. We wrapped up season two. We did. And this is season three. Yes. The start of it. The start of season three. It's going to be a ripper. Bloody exciting. We've been very busy. I've been away a lot. Have I've you? been just within WA. Don't want people to get overexcited about this. Yeah. Um, I've been from the very bottom of the state to sort of the very top, really. What did, what did you see? So a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of wildflowers. Yeah. Um, I've seen a lot of blue sky, blue ocean, mud crabs. Yum. Big fish yeah. uh, up in Broome, been cool. up in Broome, been down in Albany, been to Ravensthorpe, been to Newdigate, been to the Chapman Valley, um, all, all around the shop really. You've been everywhere, man. Yeah, yeah, I have. I, sort of. Well, you know, it's wildflower season. In Western Australia, the wildflowers go, you sort of start at the top and then go down to the bottom. So it lasts for months and months and months. And you just track it. But I have to say, Broome was just pure indulgence. Really? Holiday. Oh, so you took a bit of bit of R&R. Yeah. Wasn't all work. No. Nah. Went to the, the beach yeah. every morning for two hours. Could you swim? Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. You know, they get stingers and stuff. Uh, they don't, They very rarely uh, ever get the, the box jellyfish. Rarely, rarely. That's sort of further north. Oh, okay. Um, they don't let the crocodiles into Town Beach anymore. They're not allowed to come in and play. Just told them, did they? <laughs> Fellas. Now you, get. You can stay over there, but you can't go here. That's right. Yep. I don't know if anyone's seen how to catch a crocodile, but it's quite tricky. Yeah. And they're extremely heavy. Need a bit of manpower. Oof. I and imagine a, you've been involved in a crocodile capture. Yeah, up in uh, Kakadu. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> I just no, assumed seriously. you would have. <laughs> I was really lucky enough to go out with some rangers and um, there was – because they had a really big wet season and, of course, the crocs will come – they follow the water. So they'll come inland quite a bit um, and it can upset the locals, particularly in tourism, high tourism areas. Of course. Uh, They don't want to play with the big saltwater crocodiles where they go swimming in the water holes. Right. Understandably. So what, these ones got a little close and you guys went in and... Uh, well, they trapped them, yeah. yeah. The traps are huge. I bet they are. And uh, let me tell you, the crocodile's not happy once he gets in there. No, not, mm. a, lot of, not a lot of room to, <laughs> to no. do crocodile things. No, and it's a bit hard during the wet season to actually pick the, the crate up in a helicopter and take them somewhere else. Too. Yeah, but sometimes they can't. Too heavy. Yeah. Imagine so, that. 
you ever think sometimes what's going on in the crocodile's internal monologue, right? Mm-hmm. So he sees, I don't know, a chook at the end of the pen and yep. he goes, in I go, or whatever it is. Yep. Half a cow, I don't Half know. Half a cow, yeah. actually. Yeah. <laughs> he grabs a it. A chook wouldn't interest them at all. No, that's just for sure. That's a snack. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it closes behind them. They're like, oh, here we go. I'm stuck in here. And then all of a sudden they're in the air. Yep. That's that's crazy. It's amazing. It's they, and they, they can jump too. Those, you know, not as high as a helicopter, but... No. Um, yeah, it must be pretty. Must be pretty weird. Goes back to his crocodile mates, Brian. You will never. <laughs> you would never guess what happened to me. I was there was this thing and it made this loud noise and like a thousand waterfalls and and it took me in the air. What do you mean in the air? You don't have wings. Yeah, uh, no. It took me in the air and then it moved me over to this other place. And and you know what, Brian? I saw I saw all my mates down there in the other creek, from from above. Yeah. Like I've never I've never seen an aerial view of our home before. It was pretty. It's pretty special. And all of a sudden, all his crocodile mates they don't trust him because <laughs> it's a ridiculous story. <laughs> he's he's full of wild stories. Yeah, that's so him. Must have swallowed a pallet load of beer. Yeah. You're probably thinking <laughs> yeah, that's it. That that kangaroo that 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 half cow had just turned and had, it, <laughs> had its effect on him. Um, for use of a better phrase, when you were there mm. with the croc and yes. you've got to get it away or whatever and trap yeah. it, were you a little nervous? Ah, uh, no, I because I didn't go anywhere near the oh, crocodile. I I viewed it from a fair distance away, but it was too. They couldn't actually um, transport it, so they ate it instead. Crocodile. Yeah, they had to shoot it. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, well, not really, because apparently it's really good tucker. Is it? It tastes like chicken. That's the thing. It doesn't right? taste like chicken. No. And it depends what part of If you're going to eat croc, I highly recommend you just eat the tail. Really? Yeah. Not the belly? No. Nah. No, nothing there. Nor the arms. They're, no. That's a bit chewy. Yep. Um, or the legs. Go the tail. Okay. Quite, quite tasty. No. Does not taste like chicken, though. Doesn't. More like sort of fish, really. That would make more sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, because yeah. they're in the water a fair bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, crocodile tail. There you yeah. go. That's not how I was expecting that story to end. No, but <laughs> I don't think the croc was either. <laughs> but um, they're 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 big and they're heavy. I mean, they they usually do try and relocate them. Yeah. But if you can't, you can't leave it in the cage forever, can you? And why waste a good crocodile? I say. Yeah. <laughs> um, feed an army on that tail. <laughs> Exactly right. So back to the, the wildflowers. <laughs> yes. So you started up north yep. and then you've been working your way down with down the season south. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So the southwest is a biodiversity hotspot, of course, one of the few in the world. So they had they have the Ravensthorpe Wildflower Festival and they had nearly three thousand specimens, single, really? individual specimens of wildflowers which is pretty astonishing Done okay haven't they yeah so i went down for that and went um traipsing through the fitzgerald river national park which is renowned for its wildflowers what'd you see saw the quail up bell which is the darling of all wildflowers in the southwest is everyone it? jamie everyone wants to see the quail up bell they're just lining up to get Selfies with the quail up. Yeah, yep. absolutely. So they're all through Fitzgerald River National Park. Okay. Um, and uh, there's a few wineries around there as well. Hello. <laughs> so 
So I felt compelled to support the local industry while I was down there. I did a bit of that too. Did you? Yeah. Mm. A little carried away. <laughs> you know when you just – I fall hook, line and sinker for the vibe a little bit. Yeah. So if I'm feeling good, yeah. I'll just overbuy every time. Yeah. But, you know, like behind us is a nice rack of wine there that you've – Got a few on. Uh, yes. It just goes on the rack and... A bit depleted really now. Work your way through it. COVID really hammered my wine collection. Yeah, but the good thing is you can always get more. Oh, so. most definitely. Unless they run out. Like our mate Damo, yeah. who, uh, who was at Millbrook, oh. who was talking about 2018 being yes. such a ripper. Yes, uh, But once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. You have to just remember how enjoyable it was to drink the old... 2018. That's true. Because you won't be going back there. Yeah. So it was flowers by day and vinos by night. Yes. Yep. What a lovely combination. Isn't it? Mm. And what that. else have I been doing? I've neglected my garden a fair bit though, Jamie. It's looking all right when I rocked up. Yeah, it's good you're here because it needs mowing. Yep. Just thought I'd get that out for you. Anyone? <laughs> That's the work. It's, it's the work before the main course. <laughs> Anyone got a mower? The, the weeds, the weeds. Oh, no, it's all here charged up ready for you to go. Yep. I pulled it out of the shed for you, Jamie. It won't take you more than, I reckon, 20 minutes. Okay, deal. Done. It's on. <laughs> not, it's not on. Not on, I know. You've got a dodgy back, so. I know. Old man I Burnett know. over here. I know, you poor old sausage. So what are you going to get into in the garden? What should we be getting into <sighs> Well, it, so we're sort of pre-summer. Um... And in the west, it's really, really windy. Over east, uh, they're going to get a bit of rain this year, over east and the northern, the top of Australia okay. with La Nina. Um, so they won't have major problems with bushfires, hopefully, this year. In the west and southwest, we're going to be dry as a bone, I reckon. So we need to prep all our gardens for the coming summer. So you have to mulch. Um, and whatever your mulch is that you choose. Because it's windy here, Jamie, yeah. windy. So the people forget the wind dries out the soil just as much as the sun does. Yeah, right. So we need to protect the little roots from the wind and the sun. So get mulching. Yeah, and wet, and wet, wet wetting agent. You have to use a wetting agent. Okay. Because the soil dries out. Yeah. Because much of WA is sand and then the others loam, clay and little bit of rock really so get my mulch on get my wedding agent going yeah and then if anything doesn't survive the summer or looks really bad you can rip it out and replace it with something that does gave it every chance didn't you yeah well that's what i do i go now come on pull your socks up yeah this is your opportunity your leaves up yeah i don't mind a bit of wilting but when you get to drastic wilting there's no coming back from that. It's the garden version of finals footy. Sometimes you give That's a bloke it. a chance. That's it. You might give him another chance. Yes. And then you go, well, in the moments that mattered, mm. you wilted. You wilted. Yeah. You out. know that uh, I got, I've had a lot of flack and I'm very unpopular with many West Australians now, Jamie, because I said I barrack for Collingwood. Do you? Yep. Since when? Since about five months ago. Why? <laughs> Because I think they're lovely chaps. What do you mean you think they're lovely chaps? <laughs> well, I've they watched are, them. They are the opposite of lovely chaps. <laughs> Let me give you a tip. See, everyone says that, but, you know, I think they're, I think they're kind and they're gentle on the field. Jeez. Anyway, 
This is bizarre. <laughs> Did you run into them in Joondalup when they were quarantining or something? No, I think they play the game very well. Wow. I even bought a black and white striped shirt. This is, this is getting serious. Yeah, absolutely. And I tipped that Collingwood had beat West Coast Eagles. That's a shame. It's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> You've done so well over the last couple of decades in you know, building up this love of West Australians and yeah. people seek you out and then you just ruined it in Apparently, one, one foul swoop. It hasn't, been, it hasn't been a popular choice on my part, so I'm it's told. it's got nothing to do with the magpie. No, no, I do love magpies as well. Yeah. Um, So it may have stemmed from that. There was was some residual love of the (laughs) nostalgic love of the magpie. It's just moved on. It's evolved. Well, everyone's going to hear this on Monday, Mm. uh, but we're recording it. Yes. uh, Taking you behind the curtain here on a Saturday Arvo. Yeah. So tonight, Collingwood will Mm. play Geelong. Yep. Exciting stuff. It's going to be a very close game. (laughs) Yes. Who needs Clint Wilden? We got Sabrina Hahn. And I reckon what's going to happen is so Collingwood, they're going to feel, you know, because they're really lovely chaps. Mm. So they're going to feel under pressure, fair bit of pressure. Uh-oh. And they might think perhaps we should have a bit of biffo in there at some point in the game. They are full of mongrels. <laughs> have you not seen these blokes? I've never seen a team full of so many people who look like they should play for that team. Like just real, you know. Oh, I hope the boys. dogs. Hope the boys are not listening to this. Tough luck. I saw the captain once pick a fella up off the ground. And say, "Are you right, mate?" Scott Pendlebury. Yep. Yeah, I remember. You know, my illustrious junior football career. Mm. Uh, I did that once. Yeah. So I hit a bloke with a shirt front. Yeah. All legal. Yeah, yeah. And he was not in a good way, and he had to get stretched off. Ooh. And as he got stretched off, I said, oh, "Are you okay?" And my coach dragged me. And in front of all of the, the, the family, I was going to say the fans. Yeah. Just everyone. <laughs> everyone's everyone's mum and, and dad. dad. <laughs> and your sister who didn't want to be there, but she just finished netball. And he said, don't you ever, don't you ever show that weakness again, Burnett. <gasps> yeah. See? And didn't let me play the rest of the game. See, Scott is leading the boys on how to be nice and kind on the field. Yeah. Actually helped pick this fella up and said, are you right, You're what, right mate? Because yeah. he was mic'd, so it wasn't – they didn't overdub his voice. Oh, that's with, why he did it. With, <laughs> and the bloody microphone was on. He was just trying to – that was a, an exercise in branding, as we would say in the marketing well, office. Well, I, I was very impressed. Wow, we. Look at these lovely boys. Okay, well, I think – I think tonight's going to be very close too. And it I will. Think, and, you know, by the time this comes out, we will be made to look uh, like heroes or idiots, but mm. I think Geelong will be too good. No. Nah. The cats over the magpies. No, nah, I think Collingwood are going to pull a little something out of their socks. Yep, <laughs> their socks. <laughs> or, the, or their fists. Yeah, One or the, <laughs> or the other. Jeez, we've covered some ground from wildflowers to the Collingwood <laughs> magpies. Anyway, that won't make you popular with our audience. No, supporting apparently not. No. But, you know, it's just football. You know, Please. it's not that's sheep a, stations. That's as another they thing say. that won't make you popular. Oh. It's just oh. football. Jeez. It's just a game. It's just a game. Is that <laughs> just a garden? No, that's an ecosystem. Well, it is. Uh, you've only actually got one species in football, and that's Homo sapiens, whereas my garden, I have. Thousands. You've got lots in there, don't you? Yeah, I know. She's cranking along. I've ripped a fair bit. Never be frightened to rip stuff out. If you get bored with your garden mm-hmm. and you're sick of looking at the same thing, just go, I'll rip that out and put something different in there. Done. Yep. It's easy to do. Yep. Mind you, nurseries, since I last spoke to you, Jamie, yes. the nurseries are vacant. They're bare. There's Selling too much. The cupboards are bare. Well, during COVID, because everyone's stuck at home, 
They've all looked around their garden and go, that looks like crap. Let's fix up the garden. Let's do it. So they bought all the plants everywhere. Yeah. Be another five weeks before we see many plants on, unless you want tomatoes. There's 50,000 tomatoes. Really? We've always got tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, a lot of the, the stuff that you will find at your nursery, I mean, the local stuff will obviously be from here, right? But mm. a lot of stuff would come in from over east too? Yeah, as little tiny baby plants. Yeah. So what happened was that all the stuff that was going to come out in spring was all bought during COVID. And, of course, it's very difficult to propagate plants mid-winter because they take a long time to grow. So you're looking at about an eight month lead time from the nurseries growing the plant to it coming out on a nursery shelf. Yeah, so if there's a bit of a shortage, it's tough to hurry it up because time is time. And winter's winter. And winter's winter. Regardless of how you heat it, mist it, whatever you do. So these uh, nursery folk have been under the pump. Mm, They have indeed. So don't despair. You could um, you can always take cuttings of other people's plants that you've coveted for a long time, and if you go and give them a weeping story saying there's new plants, I can't get it anywhere. Can I please have a cutting of your plant? Yeah, a gardener will say most definitely. If you go for a little walk around here, do you know the little cutting hot spots? So you see someone's garden and something over the fence, you go, "Oh, that'd be nice." I think the cutting hot spots actually my your garden. House? <laughs> Have you been targeted? <laughs> Many times. Really? Yeah. Do you mind? No, I love it. Yeah. I love to share my garden. Yeah. And people say, what's that? And I go, it's very rare. So you can't actually have much of that, but yeah, I'll give you a little cutting. Give you a little bit. Mm. Yeah, okay. I have two Madagascan boab trees and it confuses people. No one knows what they are. I figure I'll put a big sign on them so people don't stop and ask me all the time. What is that? What is that? What, what is that big fat tree there? Where'd you get that from? Ah, uh, broom. I bought it down from seed. Really? Yeah. How long's it taken to get to what it is now? Uh, well, the big one. I yeah. bought. I well, I bought down ten seeds. Five germinated. Two died straight away. Put three trees in. One died the first winter. Yes. The second one looked like it was going to die on the fourth winter. Yeah. So I ripped it out of the ground and left it laying on the ground to dry out for about six months, and then replanted it. But the big fella there, he'd be 15 years old. Wow. Mm. So he's the, the strongest in the litter. Yeah. And the other one I'm hoping will survive. Yeah. But you never know. So it's a numbers game, isn't it? It is. Yeah. So if there's something you really covet and love, buy 10 of them. Yeah, and hopefully you, you might get a one couple. One will get there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because funnily enough, Jamie, the Perth climate isn't quite like Madagascar. Well, I would have thought it a little chilly here and yeah. maybe a little wet. Yeah, that's yeah. the trouble. I have to put little cloaks around their, their root system in the winter so they don't get wet. Oh, so is that why you dug up Old Mate to dry yep. him out? Because yep. he just got too much water. Yeah, didn't like it. Yeah. He wouldn't mind it if it's 42 degrees and wet. Loves that. Mm. I give them extra water in summer. You're normally quite practical, though. So it's funny that you've, you've having a crack at that one, which is... Because I love them It's just because so you love it, right? Yeah. yeah. That's okay. Like, I'll have to get some black and white striped plants for Collingwood. Please. Do they exist? <laughs> is there anything that comes to mind? There is a black... Actually, there is. There's a Canedia. There's a wild pea. It's a very tough, hardy thing that climbs everywhere. Gee whiz. Of course it is. <laughs> that is them. <laughs> The dirty pies. It, it'll take over whole fences. 
It's got a little – no, I think it's black and yellow that pea is, flower. Oh, okay. I don't know of anything that has a black and white one. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll do some investigation. Do some research. Yeah. Find your little Collingwood yeah. flower. I'll let them know that I'll grow them in my garden. Send it over to your mate Scott. For the grand final. Well, now, see, how be- confident are you now? <laughs> <laughs> You're too confident. <laughs> I tell you what, they, uh, they could make it. I hope they don't. Um, well, Sab, good to see you. I know. You too, Jamie. That's, How's your life been? Busy? Yeah, fine. Yeah. yeah, you know, just people drinking beer and stuff. Testing beer? Have you been got testing new beers. it? Yeah, 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 yeah. We got a new lager, so that was fun. Right. Put that bad boy together. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, so that's been good. That's good. And then had a little couple of little days down south. But little R and R, little R and R, just just four days. Mm, so yeah, glorious, jet, absolutely glorious. Jet down and had a feed and had a few vinos and a few beers, mm. and then went out into the bush actually for a little bit of walkies and hikies. Uh-huh. And a little bit of mental drivies. mental well being. Yeah, it was good. We went to one forest. I don't even know where we were, but it was pretty cool. And uh, it was cool. Like I, there was there was a I don't know what it was. The plant was nice. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, just see the bees going in, the wild bees and yeah. doing their thing and, uh, had this, you know, these beautiful, huge trees that kind of just kept going forever, um, and hollowed out ones that were still going and ones growing yeah. at weird angles and yeah. yeah, it was a heap of fun. And then about an hour into that, then this really loud family came and kept shouting to each <laughs> other from one end to the other, which made me a little bit cross cause I was enjoying just the listening to the wind mm. and the animals and the birds mm. and all that vibe. So... Uh, I put up with it for about 10 minutes and then I did a Jamie yep. and I went over and I said, you know, if you don't talk, you can actually hear things. It's remarkable. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that go down? Nat looked at me like <laughs> I had, I had some We're social leaving issues. Now. We are leaving now. And funnily enough, they just looked at me <laughs> and like I was a weirdo because I just held my gaze. There was about eight of them, one of me. Uh, there wasn't anyone over six foot, was there? Oh, they were skewed male. They oh, were. Okay. Uh, so I thought I might have been in a bit of strife. Mm. And then they just said, "Right." <laughs> 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 they walked off. <laughs> oh, I couldn't help myself, Sab. You know. I know it ruins the peace and quiet and the tranquility because you know when you look at a forest and those big, big, big old trees, yeah. they emit this. You feel relaxed and just. In the zone, and then when you have these really loud screeching people that scream From and one yell, and they're just ones over there and ones back there, they're just screaming at each other. Mm. Yeah, I, I could take it for about fifteen minutes, and then I, I had to take some action. Mm. Well, at least you didn't hit them with anything. No, I wouldn't do that. No, no, no but, you're, uh, you're kind. You're a kind chap. But it was nice. It was nice to get a little zen. I know. Actually. People need if you're feeling stressed at all, you need to go into the bush. Just chill out. Chill out. Not with a family of ten that screech to one another from one end of the forest to the other. <laughs> but if you can, if you can jag it where you're just kind of there on your own. Yeah. In fact, a lot of um, a lot of people are doing that. That are stuck in within their state. Yeah. They're actually exploring their own state, and certainly West Australians are. Oh, Broome was heaving. Oh, I bet it was. I'm surprised you got up there. Oh, oh we booked f- months and months and months ago because it was for a girlfriend's 60th birthday. Hello. So we got really cheap flights and cheap accommodation. <laughs> nice. Win-win. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was packed. Well, the season stretched on. I mean, normally by now it would be kind of tailing yep. away, but I think they're still pretty busy. So They will be busy right up until the end of the school holidays Agreed. at Christmas, yeah. I reckon. Yep. 
But um, yeah, it's a good time to get away. Go say yeah. some stuff. Have a good time and yep. get away Chill from out. the screeches. Chill out. There was this, the other thing I was, that was funny was there was one spot we went to and there was a bit of a track coming out. But there was like a bend in the road. Yeah. And behind the bend in the road, like it was beautiful, these trees and people were taking selfies on the corner of the bend in the road. <gasps> and I was just just <laughs> like, what are you doing? It's, it's a blind corner. The car comes around here with drive. <laughs> Gotta get that hero shot. I know. If you go down south and you don't get a selfie on the bend, <laughs> did you really go down south? Anyway, that made me laugh too. And I couldn't help myself again, so I walked oh, past no. one young lady and I said, oh, a bloke got hit by a car there yesterday. <laughs> and she goes, really? And I go, yeah, he's dead. Yeah, because it's a blind go, he's, curve. He thought it would be a good idea to take a photo of a blind turn <laughs> and now he's dead. And she goes, oh, I didn't hear about that. And I'm like, yeah, Google it. And she got off the road. Oh, that's classic. Well, that. you probably saved her life, Jamie. Honestly, I don't know why I felt the need to make that up, but just, just you know what I'm like. I do, and that's why I love you, Jamie. Get into a zone. <laughs> a few people I would have liked to put on that blind corner to take a photo. Let me tell you. No, I'm joking. Yeah, I've pushed it too far. Oh dear. Anyway, before we get too dark, yes, good to see you, Sabby. You uh, too. We're back for season three. We are. We've got we've got quite a lineup. We're going to as varied as we were for season one and two. I have to say, it's going to be good. Um, yeah. We know what's happening next week too. We're going to be yep. speaking to uh, Claire Middle, mm. who is a vet, Dr. Claire Middle, I should say. We're going to be talking about growing stuff for your dogs, growing yeah. food for your dogs. Yes, and what sort of food is best for your for your dogs and your cats. And your cats. I shouldn't leave the cats out. No, and I'm going to ask her about chickens as well. Mm. She might know something about chickens. Cluck, cluck. Well, can you feed a raw chicken to your dog, for instance? Well, I don't know. But I might ask her about Live chickens as well, okay. not just dead ones. We'll just see how we go. Mm. All right, that's next week, and uh, we'll be back with you for a few more. Good to see you, Sab. You too, Jamie. Ciao, ciao. Bye.